this week. Ooh, nice. Is it sad that I did not know that until you just said that? For real, you didn't realize that I, I cut my I hair. I noticed something was different. <laughs> I thought you were just styling it different. I just it didn't click with me that the haircut. Yes, is what it's it was. this I knew, new but... trick where you can automatically look like you've lost seven inches of hair. It's a See, new way to brush your hair. I knew you really? had a haircut, but only because everyone you told else. everyone. You told everyone and said I cut my hair. When did that? No, I didn't tell everyone. No, okay, sorry. Everyone, they asked about it. Other people noticed, and then you were telling them the story yes. about which I got your haircut. I'll share my story. I say, was I not there, or was I that? No, you weren't. So. You weren't there when we were talking about it. But okay. so, not yesterday. It was two, dude. It's been two days. <laughs> okay. But anyway, a long time ago, I the know. galaxy far, far away. But anyway, I decided. Well, I've been wanting to cut it for a while, and then I woke up and just was not having a good hair day, and then I was like, that's it. We're done. It's, it's all gone. <laughs> it's all coming off, guys. You're getting the axe. But that's I didn't go to one of those places where they use an axe, because that's, that's scary to me. Yeah, no, <laughs> I don't I, think they do that in America, creep, either. I no, think you creep. have to go I've to, like... Only seen not anymore. Times and, no, it's creepy. That's so, it's creepy. Yeah. Anyway, so... I went to a hair styling establishment that will remain nameless to protect the, in this case, guilty. And so I, okay, <laughs> I get my hair cut. I come back out. Well, I I look in the mirror real quick, and I I go with the cheap option of don't style it, just blow dry it, and then we're you know we'll be done. And I looked at it and real quick. I'm like, oh yeah, that's good. It looks good, you know. And I get in the car and I kind of like run my hands through my hair just to kind of like, you know, see how it feels. And as I'm going through, I, you know, through the like longest parts of my hair, I realize they are completely different lengths, like at least an inch difference between the length of them, which I know I remember her having me tilt my head to the left <laughs> and her cutting it, but okay. then not having afterwards. I'm like, I don't remember her having me tilt my head to the right. And then I'm like, I don't remember but her checking the ends. Is that, so, is that like, you know, tilt your head that way they're even? Or like, I, well, I thought just so she could see my hair better. Well, anyway, when she I, was cutting it, I had told okay. her a length that I wanted and she said, let me leave a little bit extra just in case, you know, when your hair dries, it might be a little bit shorter. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's a good idea. Well, I'm glad she did because I had to come home and, and I'm glad I didn't see it in the well, salon because I might've asked her to fix it when I saw it in the salon and that might've been worse. Well, unless she just forgot to do one side and she's like, oh, I'll maybe leave, I'll, I'll leave the extra on this side and mm, I don't know but take the other side anyway I haven't gone to a salon to get my hair cut in probably three years over three years and there's a reason <laughs> no there's a lot of you know it's hard I in high school I had an awesome hairstylist and when we moved away I never found anybody ever again and so I kind of figured out ways that I can trim my hair myself and it would still look okay but and then I found even more hacks to where I can like 
put in layers in my hair and it actually looks okay. So this, I actually, what you see now, I really pretty much did myself because I had to fix. We can see it now anyway. Yeah, (laughs) no one else knows, but. But no, no, I kind of, I've had a lot of that though, where people haven't really noticed Mm -hmm. that I cut my hair because for me, because I wanted it to still kind of be long looking, but I mean, but it's seven inches that I cut off. Lord, give me a haircut, but don't make it look like a haircut. Yeah. See, for me, I wait until I become like a a Sasquatch and let my hair grow out. I wouldn't say quite that. Okay, I'm just trying to be humorous here. Yes, but okay. So, but then I just like cut it all off, and people go, "Oh yeah, you got a haircut." I'm like, "Yeah, it's yeah, it's all all gone now." I saw a guy coming in to the barbershop. Well, it was in a barbershop salon, whatever you want to call it, and I'm like, "You don't even need a haircut. Like, what are you doing here?" There's nothing nothing left. This this thought just crossed my mind because you said barbershop. There should totally be a barbershop that has four barbers and it should be called the Barbershop Quartet. And they sing while they cut your hair? That would be awesome. As long as they still did it well. As long as they sang well. Because otherwise that'd be painful. (laughs) And you'd shriek and mess up your haircut. You'd have to wash your ears out after you uh, (laughs) cut your haircut. Yeah. Yeah, no, I always wait like six months and not just because I, you know, whatever, trying to let it grow long because someone asked, oh, just letting your hair grow out. like... (laughs) <laughs> no, nah, I just haven't gotten it cut. I mean, lazy. No, just, I kind, I just lazy. I kind of like the you know long hair thing. For me, it's very. I have wavy hair, so my hair gr- doesn't grow long; it grows out. Um, yeah, it doesn't grow down; it grows out. Um, it's not necessarily quite an afro, but it gets. I mean, it's borderline. It's pretty poofy. Um, so it's very noticeable when I get haircut, especially this last time. I was enjoying it for a while because I accidentally agreed to a buzz cut. They asked about wanting clippers, and I thought when they were saying, like, up on areas, I thought they were talking about, like, the side of my head, but they were talking about the top of my head, and I walked out of there with a buzz cut, and so I was kind of enjoying having long hair, because some people make the buzz cut work, some people like it. I'm not one of those people. I mean, it wasn't horrible, but I usually like to leave a little long on the top, and they didn't do that, so I waited a little bit longer, and then I got slightly wonky cut, because one of the sides above my ears is longer than the other. But most people Are don't sure notice that. Ears just aren't longer than each other. No, I'm not Barney Fife. I don't have Wait, longer ears. Wait, hold lips. on. <laughs> um, is it the one on the left? It's a little bit longer. T- tilt your head a little bit. I, I don't know. I'd have to Wait. think about it. I know that one's longer than the other, but I don't know which side it is offhand without looking. Was the, the person's name Wanda? No, I'm just kidding. The person what? who did my hair, her name wasn't Wanda. I don't okay. want to well, say. Now, now, they, now, say, uh, now they know. Now who all the Wandas who do hair are going to feel self-conscious. Help me Wanda. Nothing help, against help me Wanda. anybody named Wanda who does hair. I was trying to pick a random name that wasn't the actual name of the lady that did my hair, but we'll we'll swap stories later and make sure it's not the same one. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Anyway, I personally like shorter hair, but I just don't get around to cutting it because for whatever reason cutting my hair isn't one of my priorities i don't know why yeah no, nah, really. i just i don't was like oh okay i should get it cut there was, there was a point in my history not that i'm that old but in high school i thought it was really socially acceptable because there wasn't much i could do with my hair i basically thought it was socially acceptable to just get up in the morning and not wash it not brush it we're good let's go and that's what i did every like whenever we'd go to like Homeschool okay, group not, up in Sarasota. You're not supposed to reveal those things. 
wait, that's no, not. I'm that's just trying to say that I've acceptable. improved myself over time. I mean, I, I sometimes, if I'm not going anywhere or if I can get away with wearing a hat, I'll do that. But generally, I might try to, you know, brush my hair because I realized it does not. I saw pictures of myself from in high school. I'm like, oh, that's the period when I didn't brush my hair before I left. We're going to not <laughs> do that anymore. Wait, it's not socially acceptable to not brush your hair? I think it depends on the situation. Oh. It depends on what your hair looks like. I thought it was okay because there wasn't anything I could do with my hair until I started actually brushing it, and then I realized it was actually <laughs> not as bad as I was giving it credit for. So, yeah. All right, moving along. <laughs> now that we've talked about hair. We've got our garage sale coming up this week, yes, and it's finally coming. Yes. And weekend. And yes. by the time you hear this, it will have. Well, happened. yeah, it'll yeah. already have happened for us. It's coming up still. So. Yes. So we're still getting things together for that and then after that we're Except gonna I've have actually gotten some of my stuff together today Good very job. little but i've actually worked on it since Good we've job. talked last on the podcast and then after that we're gonna have a youth event we're gonna go geocaching That'll which be fun. are you going for to our cash listeners? checks at all kinds of different locations <laughs> No. No. <laughs> that would be Shit, nice. Credit. Well, as long as it wasn't fraudulent. As long as it was legal. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, no. I for, actually, for our it has listeners, to be above legal, with, but with cash. Legal is a particularly low barrier. It has to. It can't just Whoa. be legal. But <laughs> okay. But there are some you things that are legal. Legal that, and moral. Okay. Oh, That's what okay. You're trying to say? Okay. Yeah. I was like, I'm not quite getting what <laughs> you're saying there. Okay. But anyway, for our listeners who don't know what geocaching is, it's basically like doing a scavenger hunt. Um, but with an app. Yeah, so there's there's an app that you can get an account with, and it shows on your GPS, it shows all these different little boxes where you can go. And a friend of mine had showed me this a long time ago. And... Um, people hide little things inside the boxes. So what we've found when we've gone before, like they hide like little trinkets. Like we'll, like when we go, we'll bring like rubber duckies sometimes. We'll write like, because our youth group will write like some of our favorite Bible my verses. Mind just went to tales. But some of them are because so small duck. that um, you can't even leave something in there. It's just a log to say that you found it. So the, the point of it, it's just something fun to like get out and about and usually like parks are a good place where they'll hide them, but you, they, they can be wherever. I mean, personally, when I first found out about it, I, I'm more open to it now, but when I first found out about it, it was kind of creepy, the idea that just some random stranger just yeah. might leave something well, I've heard lying there's, around, but... I've heard there's certain ones where like people leave like really good stuff, like they leave like money in it. Ooh. But I don't think that's hmm. around here. Uh. <laughs> I think it's like we, we over in the mountains a, there was a, there was a, a Facebook page that was talking about places where, where they would give you hints and give you a basic picture and they've left like, it was like some type of really good like money or treasure or something. Oh, and they wow. would give you a hint of generally where it's at, like a city yeah. or something that they were stopping leaving stuff. And oh, okay. I think I'm still following the page. I haven't seen much from it, though. I don't know if it's just the Facebook algorithm mm -hmm. or if it's if it kind of just slowed yeah. down. But of course, this is like the one day we're getting like a cold snap. I'm not sure how. I mean, it's a Floridian cold snap, it's, it's which a Floridian is Floridian like, winter. It's been rescheduled for uh, yeah this afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> so 
I don't know. I think it's supposed to be in the 60s, but the, well, the low of 40s that night. So it might be a little cold while we're out there. Because I think... For those of you who are experiencing really severe winter weather other places, <laughs> it's intense for us. <laughs> those of you who are snowed in right now or whatever, it's intense for Floridians to have 40 degrees. We actually have to bring out hoodies. It's so crazy. No, we already have our hoodies out for nighttime weather because the nighttime's yeah. in the 70s. So we got our hoodies out for that. <laughs> Make it sound. We sound brought worse. the jeans. So we have to bring out the hoodies in the seventies. I not, do if it's if it's dark out. I know it, it, it's true. It's true. It's just it's pathetic, sad. but it's true. <laughs> it sounds bad, sad compared to other. It's a very good tagline. It's pathetic, <laughs> but it's true. <laughs> it sounds like a Facebook Hashtag page. pathetic, but true. I can't recommend it if it is because I have no idea if it's a Facebook page. But it sounds like it should be one. Yeah. Uh, oh, and our potluck <laughs> sounds like a really awful autobiography title <laughs> <laughs> I like pathetic it but true <laughs> it's pathetic or or worse or at least it's chapter. better than it has to be that's that was the slogan of some place yeah there, there's a place that that's actually the slogan that which... was there they chose to have that slogan mm-hmm. anyway be a funny chapter though about some like sad event that happened if not the, if not like the full title of the autobiography it could at least be a chapter yeah Anyway, but that would be like anyway, the junior our, high years. Our potluck uh, happened in the Bible readathon potluck. The Bible yeah. readathon potluck. I had to work. It was so actually, I make it was it, actually good. Yeah, I, the food was, was actually good food really good. There. So I don't eat gluten, so sometimes I'm limited in the things I can eat at a potluck. But there was a lot of good stuff. Yeah, there's potato salad. Because that's true. Let me clarify. I don't eat gluten to in order to be healthy i just don't eat gluten for other reasons but it's, it's not just because it's a fad yeah because here's the thing potato chips are gluten-free chocolate is gluten-free people see people Ooh. talk about that but i'm like are are potato <laughs> chips really that unhealthy like well i've heard that when you're getting an item like the healthier items have the least ingredients in it and there are is a certain brand of potato chips, but we're not endorsing them. Okay. <laughs> By the way, guys, we got a new sponsor of <laughs> yeah. these great potato <laughs> chips. You really sponsor. have to try them. Um, and they <gasps> only have three ingredients. It's like potatoes, oil, and salt. And that's it. So... The healthier. So if you're going by the standard that that healthier foods have less ingredients in them that falls into that category i think they said your foods should have like five or less ingredients something like that i don't know so that's what i'm saying our potato chips really all that well that's what i'm that that, well i'm i'm saying i think you might be onto something there yeah feels like terrible logic to me but (laughs) the less ingredients you have isn't because it depends on the ingredients i suppose right well it's I true think they're all you know and how it's prepared if it's like you know hydrochloric spit, acid romaine and, and spinach <laughs> and like you know other types of greens it's not gonna be good what if it's like hydrochloric acid or yeah that's probably yeah. not yeah. the best that's true anyway the point is is there is lots of <laughs> lots of good food there and good was, yeah. good, was it a good turnout yeah, yeah it was a good turnout cool. it was I think that's really cool too because there's so many different churches represented there in the area. So it's, you know, 
it's awesome to see believers coming together on things because through the years there have been so many things that have divided people as far as certain theologies but there's one thing that you can agree on is that we love Jesus and right. that, and that the word of God is important mm-hmm. you know and so it's really exciting i love it that it's not sponsored by one church that it's yeah. and it's not even it's not even there's pastors that are definitely involved, but it was never it wasn't originally organized by pastors. And we're fact, talking of, we're kind of pastors, cutting in the middle the it's the the Bible readathon, the Bible readathon that we Bible, have yeah yeah um every year in in our city. But. It's kind of interesting because I think a lot of the pastors came on later, like it wasn't organized by the pastors specific. And I should say it definitely wasn't organized by the pastors, but I don't think as many pastors as there are now yeah weren't mm-hmm. on board with it originally it, it, it's been a it's been it years of like oh yeah yeah hey. it's gr- it's grown over time yeah yeah, yeah. but uh, hey come join us well and it's you it's know. cool i mean it's an example of kind of what we were talking about you know one of our other podcasts of you know doing something small making a big impact you know and and sometimes you can feel like oh well i'm you know maybe you know you're like well i'm not the pastor or the pastor's kid like can I do something and these were just three ladies that heard about another city doing this and wanted to do it and they're like we did wanted it. to do that here mm-hmm. yeah they it's just started contacting people this is year 11 yeah it's so really cool it's been going on for 11 years they yeah. started it and it's kept going yeah so this week we were talking about um the concept of, you know, when you, your parents are called to ministry, does that automatically mean that you are called to that same ministry? A lot of times, you know, you kind of can tell there, there's an expectation if someone's in ministry and they have children, the expectation is for the children to follow them in ministry. Mm -hmm. And, um, we see people who do that and then we see people who walk away from ministry or, you know, even walk away from, from Christ. And I thought it would be good to look at, um, what, what the Bible has to say about that. I mean, and for here, like, this is my opinion based on what I see in the scripture. So I'm not saying like, this is it, but my short answer for, if your parents are called into the ministry, does that mean that you are called into the same ministry? My short answer is no. If, it, the, if they're in this, the same ministry or ministry in general? In general. Well, you, you no, see, the same ministry. The same because ministry. Okay. The, I think something that ev- that people miss is every believer is called into the ministry. I was actually right. going to say that. that so, mm-hmm. you know, when Jesus was talking to his followers i mean it was his it wasn't just the disciples it was his followers and where he Not was saying go apostles. into go into all the world and preach the gospel right I mean, that's right. for every yeah. um it's for every believer mark mm-hmm. in fact mm-hmm. i actually brought it up um mark 16 uh, he talks about in verse 15 he says go into the world and preach the gospel to every creature he who believes is baptized and is baptized will be saved and he who does not believe will be condemned. 
he, he wasn't necessarily just talking to, oh, uh, apostles, you know, preacher, yeah. preachers, preachers, kids, you, you go out. That was to everyone right. who believed. Yeah. And uh, right. in fact, you know, I didn't read all the way. I said, these signs will follow them, those who believe. In my name, they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents. And if they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. That wasn't just for right. a specific group of people. That was everyone mm-hmm. who, who yeah. believed. And I think that it's, it is always important to, as a believer, get your mindset that we are all in in ministry. We are all called to share the gospel. Now, there's some who that's all they're going to do. You know, like the, the, where they're, you know, the pastors and missionaries and evangelists. Um, but everyone is called to minister the gospel. So even though we're saying, well, just because your parents are ministers, it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to be a full-time minister. You are still called by God to share the love right. of Jesus in some capacity. And it is important for believers to be in places, you know, outside of the church to share the gospel. You know, I've had opportunities yeah. to share the gospel, you know, and, you know, with people, with coworkers, you know, um, or just in, you know, comforting people who are sick, you know, as, as a nurse, um, right. mm-hmm. And also using that profession as a tool, you know, to do mission trips or whatnot. Um, So it's important for believers to be in some of these other areas in the world so that they can reach people. But still, I would say that, you know, oh, if your parent is a pastor, that doesn't necessarily mean that you are going to be a pastor. doesn't mean that you're not, though, either, Mm -hmm. because I would say that's my short answer. So I still have a lot of thoughts. Um from the Bible because we kind of see a precedent where, you know, there's the tradition in in the old Testament of the birthright. And that was where the father would pass down the blessing onto the firstborn son. Um, because like, uh, in Jacob and Esau. Yeah. Cause in those days, well. So it kind of got flip-flopped. Well, yeah, and that's Sorry. what I, I was going to get to that. Cause, yeah. Because, yeah, Sorry. in those days, they would they would choose the, the firstborn son, which we probably should do a, a podcast some point on, on, like, on women, you know, the role of women in the church, in, in the church and the God's Bible. ministry. I think, it mm-hmm. can, I think it can be summed into one verse. I'm not going to share that verse. You'll have to keep listening. (laughs) You'll have to keep listening to find out what that verse is. But I think it's, I think it's people make it complicated and it's simple. But anyway, back to that. So it was the firstborn, you know, and also even a lot of times with the Kings, you know, the firstborn was supposed to be in line for the King. But when we look at stories in the old Testament, we actually see some changes. So one I thought of was in Genesis 17, where, this is Abraham. Um, God was telling him that he was going to have Isaac and that all the nations of the world were going to be blessed through him. And Abraham was like, wait, wait, you know, and he's almost like begging God, like, Hey, can't you use Ishmael? 
you know, here's Ishmael. I've already had Ishmael. So Ishmael was technically his firstborn son, but God had a plan for Isaac to have the blessing. And then Isaac's son, Jacob, Jacob and Esau, a couple chapters later, uh, chapter 27 is where, you know, Jacob gets the birthright. But right before then, Esau was really hungry and said, hey, you know, get, you know, Jacob was making food. So Esau said, oh, you know, I want that food. And so Jacob was like, well, I'm going to be smart about this. He said, well, I'll give it to you. I mean, you know, with retrospective vision, we can look at that and go, are you serious? You chose a lifetime of, you chose to, to trade a lifetime of like blessing on your life for food. You know, because Esau's like, yeah, right what good right is now. that going to be maybe for me if ribs. I die yeah. of hunger? And I'm like, he was like a hunter. They like, talked about, you know, he had hunting skills. He like yeah. he could have like made had, something. Was, I think he, he was just he was coming, coming back. back. From hunting, yeah, I thought. He yeah. Just, rather than wait to cook the food. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, he agrees to it. Then I think he didn't really understand what was happening though, because. Yeah. I don't know if he just was like putting them on like, oh, sure, sure, you can have the birthright. But then it comes time for, for Isaac to, you know, pass the blessing and they pull, you know, Jacob and his mom pull the switcheroo and he comes in, you know, dress, dressed up like Esau and gets the blessing. But then later... You have Jacob's son, Joseph, is bringing his two sons to Jacob to to get blessed. And Jacob is getting ready to bless them. And he puts his his right hand on um, Ephraim, who was the younger son. But the right hand represented the bigger blessing. Mm -hmm. And his left hand on the older sons. And so, um, you know... Joseph's trying to correct him and he's like, no, 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 you know, Jacob purposefully did that. And so then also I think of, you know, King David, um, Solomon took the throne after him, mm-hmm. but yet he wasn't David's firstborn son. So right. even though that was a tradition, that wasn't always the case because, and I think of the scripture, it's in first uh, Samuel. 16 with a different story this is where oh god is actually coming to yes. anoint or god has sent samuel to anoint david yes, yes, yes. as king and uh let's see it's first samuel 16 this is where samuel comes in and he sees David's older brother and he goes this is a great guy to be king you know he's tall in stature you know he looks stately this is him and in verse 6 here it says so it was when they came he talking about Samuel looked at Eliab and said surely the Lord's anointed is before him but the Lord said to Samuel do not look at his appearance or at his physical stature because I have refused him for the Lord does not see as man sees, for man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. And so I think there are times where it seemed like, well, this is how it should be, but the Lord looks at the heart. And I think of, you know, Moses. Moses had sons, 
but his sons did not end up leading Israel. It was Joshua. Right. God chose Joshua to lead the children of Israel. That doesn't mean that if you're if you don't become like a pastor after your parents, that you have a bad a bad no heart. no 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 no, no, no. <laughs> that's not yeah. what I'm trying to say. Right. But I am saying is you know. I guess from an opposite standpoint too, sometimes people assume that the ministry should automatically just go to the child, that that the child should run the ministry afterwards. And that's not always the case. Right. right. And some of that is God looks to the heart. Sometimes God has something different for that child to do, mm-hmm. you know, than, than, you know, being a pastor or whatever that ministry is. You know, sometimes God knows ahead of time that 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 child doesn't have the same heart. You know, we see so many of the kings of Israel where there would be a really good king and they would serve the Lord and then their next their son that followed them. Complete opposite. Complete opposite. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think, of you know, there's ministries where, you know, the son, you know, or daughter has taken over, you know, current day ministries and they have followed in their footsteps and they've, they've followed the heart of the ministry. And a good example we've talked about before is, is Franklin Graham. He, he, you know, their ministry has always been about, you know, reaching people for Jesus. And really, if, you know, if you've listened to any of Billy Graham's, you know, messages, you know, it, it wasn't that much different going to hear, you know, Franklin Graham was very simple. It was we're all sinners. Spring. We're all we all sinners. Jesus. Yep. You and know. That's how you get him. And then there's sometimes where you've watched ministries where, you know, the child took over and you can tell they're doing the best they can. You know, I'm not trying to put people down, but you can tell they don't quite have the same vision, uh-huh. uh, you know, uh, that the parents had that, you right. know. But th- that said, even though there we see cases where, you know, God didn't necessarily choose the next in line or God didn't sometimes didn't even choose the same family, we do see precedents where God did choose the family and that's through the Levites um, mm-hmm. and right. the line of Aaron for the priesthood. So God chose specifically Aaron well, even to be the priest. Specifically, there was times where God chose like, okay, Aaron and then this particular son after Aaron is the next one. Right, and their line. Yeah. 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 So, so there is but, there is some, there is something to be said with God choosing a family to be in ministry. Yeah, I think you can and I don't know your thoughts on you kind of boil it down to I think kind of every situation is different you know follow your heart on the calling don't look and say well this is what they did so this is what I have to do or this is what they did so this is what I'm not going to do you know yeah you know in your own heart what God has called you to do and that's where you're to follow yeah yeah a scripture that comes to my mind is um Ephesians for um, starting in verse 11, it says, And he gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, s- some pastors and teachers, uh, for the equipping of the saints for the work of the ministry, 
for the edifying of the body of the Christ, of, excuse me, body of Christ. And so God didn't make us all be the same thing. I can't think of the verse off the top of my head, but he talks about the body and how we are all part of the body. Mm-hmm. And if everyone was a foot, we, we talked we about that last in, week. It's uh, First Corinthians, Corinthians 12. 12 right? First Corinthians yeah. 12. Thank you. Um, that if everyone was a foot, you can't be. Something would know, be a foot. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can't like have it a is. hand. Okay. Sorry. <clears throat> so. Just had to dip your toes into the puns. Huh? No, don't be a heel about it. Sorry, Nathan. Um, I'm trying to think of one, but it's okay. Uh, I got to pedal backwards. <laughs> um, I'll think of one later. I'll be like, ah. Uh. But anyway, um, put the point is the is that just because your parents are a pastor or uh, uh, a missionary doesn't mean that you have to follow in the exact same footsteps. Um, again, as believers, like God called us all into ministry, but it doesn't mean it has to be the same same thing that your parents were doing. Yeah. Right. And I think of another verse because sometimes, you know, I think there's a couple different perspectives of this. I think sometimes people are called to do something different. I mean, I know for myself, I definitely am called to come and, and be a part of the church here, but I don't feel that I'm called to be the pastor and some you know, in the right. future, right. I have other okay. things that God's put on my heart, you know, and sometimes I think there are people that they have something specific that God has put on their heart and they might be like, well, I don't know, should I reach out and do this? Am I supposed to, you know, am I expected to do this? You know, but then sometimes I think there's also the, the outlook of maybe they have that call to follow in ministry, but they don't want to, you know, it's that, that Jonah complex of, they know God wants them to go do something. And they're like, I'm going to go the opposite way. And they want to reach for anything that, you know, gives them permission. That's different. different. Versus like Samuel, like, wait, is this, is this, he didn't even know that God was calling him, but he knew that there was, something there he knew someone was calling him yeah he didn't realize it was what god it was god calling to him and speaking to him right away yeah right and i think um, i like this verse um it's in uh john chapter 21 it's when jesus is talking with the disciples and he's talking with peter and then uh peter he he was telling Peter about how he wants him to feed his sheep and he was talking to him about some things to come. And, um, and he, uh, I guess I'll back up. It says in verse 18, this is Jesus. Most assuredly, I say to you, when you were younger, you, you girded yourself and walked where you wished. But when you are old, you will stretch out your hands and another will gird you and carry you where you do not wish. This he spoke, signifying what death he would glorify God, or by what death he would glorify God. And when he had spoken this, he said to him, follow me. Then Peter, turning around, saw the disciple whom Jesus loved following. Um, and 
Um, it says in verse 21, Peter seeing him said to Jesus, but Lord, what about this man? And Jesus said to him, if I will that he remain till I come, what is that to you? You follow me. And that's definitely something mm-hmm. the Lord's had to tell me a lot of times, usually in, when I find myself comparing myself to other people of like, Ooh, do I need, am I where I need to be? And look at them, they're doing all these things. But I think that also applies for sometimes in ministry. And, you know, whatever it is that, whether it's your parents or somebody else in your life or whomever else, what is that to you? You follow God in what he's called you to do. All right. Same and, thing God has dealt with me several times. Like, don't worry about that. <laughs> worry about what yeah. I have for you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I think based on things that we see, it is very likely that if you have parents involved in ministry, it's very likely that you're called to do some type of full-time ministry yeah. as well. But I don't think that you should look at it because of your parents being called. I think that you should make sure you're checking your heart and just being open to whatever it is that the Lord has for you. Because, you know, like we said, you know, everyone's called to minister the gospel in some shape or form, you know, but. One of of the things that I thought of, uh, it was really cool to me when I was reading it. It was a while ago I read it, but it made me think of the madman of Gadara. Uh, This is the man that was demon possessed um, and he used to live out in the, the graveyard and he uh, you know, would cut himself with stones and he didn't wear clothes and he was, you know, in pretty wretched condition. Um, and he came to Jesus and Jesus cast out all the, all the devils. Um, and the people of the city saw him clothed in his right mind and they asked Jesus, you know, to, to leave. And the madman of Gadara, he doesn't, we don't know his name other than that really, but, uh, asked to go with Jesus because Jesus was getting in a boat to sail away. He's like, let me come with you. And Jesus told him to go home, like with his friends and family, and tell them what the Lord had done for him. Yeah, he wanted to to go with Jesus. He was very grateful for what Jesus had done for him, and he wanted to go, you know, way out there and do something. But that wasn't his call. Was not to follow Jesus. His 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 uh, mission, so to speak, his calling was to share Jesus with people, but not to go around. I mean, Jesus talked about how he didn't have a place to lay his head. And he was not in the most pristine conditions, you know, and this man, Jesus just gave this man this opportunity to live in the comfort of a home and live what we would call, quote, normal life when he wasn't able to. And so he was telling him, go home and tell these people who knew you, who knew what you were, you know, before you were in this situation, maybe, and people who knew who you were then and say, you know, wow, you're in your right mind. What happened? And you say, well, let me tell you about Jesus. You know, yeah. everyone has a different calling. Some people are called, like he ta- he called his disciples who were, you know, fishermen. He said, come follow me. And they left their nets, you know, fishing nets on the on the shore and, and followed him, you know. But the madman of Gadara was told to go home and share the gospel. He didn't say, no, you can't be part of the kingdom. That's not what he was saying at all. He was saying, this is not your calling to follow me. Your calling is to share it I in your hometown. I want you to do this other thing for me. Right. So everyone, yeah. I see that, and I say everyone has a different, a different calling. Yeah, absolutely. I think we're wrapping it up for this week. Yeah, we've gone a little bit over time. the normal, but 
That's okay. That's all right. Mm-hmm. It's okay. So, thanks for listening. We'll go ahead and uh, pray. Lord, we do thank you that you have called each and every one of us to a purpose, that you have a plan for our lives, Lord. We do pray, Father, for those that um, have questions, Lord, that, you know, they feel, maybe they feel pressure to uh, follow in a certain way, or maybe they're being tempted to go a different way from where you've called them. But Lord, we just pray that you would make it clear to them the plans that you have for them, the steps and directions that they're supposed to take. And we just thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, just a quick reminder as we're closing out, just uh, we are on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, Facebook, and iHeartRadio. If you're not on there, and you like to listen from there, or as and I tune said, in. did you mean did you tune in? Tune in, did not. Did, okay. tune in as well. I'm sure if I just missed it, or okay. and uh, if tune you, next you know someone who likes to listen it, to it from there, tell them about it. Um, they can listen to it from there, they might get a kick out of it. Uh, and then uh, also, if you want to send us a question or anything like that, we do have uh, an email that you can send questions to. Um, and that email is 3pks at ibound.org. That's the number three as opposed to the word three. Number three, pks, pks at ibound.org. You can send us comments, questions, whatever, you know. Yeah, I was going to say, or you can leave questions, questions in the you, comments. Yeah you, can, yeah, you can send a question on YouTube, Facebook, whatever. Over send there. us memes if you want. <laughs> Yeah, it could be a goofy Christian question, means, a serious no. question, whatever. <laughs> yeah, it could be a silly question. Like, where's my hairbrush? But we already know the answer to that. The peach Back ha- there. Well, that and the peach has it. Hmm. I gave it to the peach because he has hair. Yeah. Not so, fair. Yeah. But for all you vegetails, all you who got that right. I was going to leave. I was going to try to leave it a mystery for anyone who caught it. But yeah, it was vegetails. So. All right. So there's our email three p three pks at ibound.org and all those platforms I mentioned before. If you want to listen and share it, thanks for listening. We'll get out of here before we do more uh, do more Veggie Tales puns and then never stop. Mm-hmm.